When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ravel. Vicious. Brilliant. You're with it. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again. The Magic Man has come up with another trick. Well, there's a chance to seal it. It's done. It's Georgie Kelly. Hello everybody, welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rugby United Podcast. Thank you all for being with us. Um, England uh, back to being in their boring best. Boring, I mean. Very boring. We'll cover that. Maybe a little bit of Rotherham news to pick up, Mick. Maybe. If we can really? Well, we can talk about FA Cup draw. That's happening on Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, just me and Mick so far tonight. Danny may be joining us later on. Hopefully we'll see. Thank you all the with us uh, so far. Um, any highlights over the past few days, Mick? We'll start start there again. <laughs> Try and find some positivity where there is little. Uh, yeah. Up highlights. Yeah, I went to your designer outlet this morning. That were uh, that were all right. Um, other than that, <laughs> does that mean you missed the Belgium Morocco game as well? Yeah, 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 I did yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, you should, you should know, Drip World Cup. No plans any morning. Yeah, mate. Listen, I'm, I'm, I live in real world, though, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> which is, I try to escape it. So, uh, yeah. Okay. No highlights for me, really, particularly, that I can think of off the top of my head. Although I'm sure you're going to remind me of some that uh, I should have remembered. Well, I'm just going to say about, you know, Wales. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm wary of uh, laughing too much because they can technically still knock us out. Technically, yeah. realistically, can't. Um, but that, even, well, it, we're around, well, Iran were brilliant. To be fair, I don't know. I, I, too much of them working hours for you, but Iran was superb, and Wales were just that was one of the worst. I know, excluding Costa Rica against Spank seven nil, that's one of the worst team performances of the tournament so far. Wales, they, they were absolutely abysmal. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, were, they were they were dreadful and got everything that they deserved out of that game, um, you know. And, and and people, particularly Welsh people, but mm. a lot of English people as well, bang on and bang on about Gareth Bale, and, and tell us what a wonderful, wonderful footballer he is. However, he just disappears. You know, if he was that good and he was that committed to his country, then he'd put some effort in, and he doesn't. Um, so, f- from that point of view, I have absolutely zero sympathy, zero sympathy, you know, because there's, there's, there are players within that team who are, who are giving absolutely everything, mm. um, with with relatively speaking minimal talent it, from a World Cup point of view, um, and, and yet there's there, there's him with with all the talent in the world, and, and not really willing to pull it pull up it pull his socks up and, and help his team and his country out. I think it's it, it, for me it and I, for me it epitomizes his attitude towards the game. You know, uh, poor, really poor. I don't think it's fit. And I, I think turning up against Ukraine in the state they were in is completely different to turn up at the World Cup. He's, he's not. He's not in the. He's not from fitness point of view, a mental state. I'm, I'm not going to comment on. It might. It might. It probably isn't still. But we talked about the Qatar before the after their 
embarrassment in the first game. They've had six months where, where professional game. It's all, it's all been friendlies. For me, yeah. Gareth Bale is exactly the same. He, he looked like he'd not played. He looks like he's not played football for. Well, he hadn't really, has he? For two years or whatever it's been. It's, no, not, for me, it's showing massively. Not not to any particular level, no. But that doesn't stop him putting in the work, um, and and he, he just he seems to point blank refuse to put in the work. But I can tell you, Summer, I bet he put it in on Tuesday. Of course he will. When it's too late. Mm. It's not just him though. For Aaron Ramsey, Aaron Ramsey were a complete shadow of his former self as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no way he should be playing in that team. No, it, he's, it's definitely uh, not anymore. Uh, both games, both games that Wales have played, Aaron Ramsey's been uh, been extremely poor. So, yeah, they got what they deserved. Um, but I, I said on this podcast three or four times now, we really don't want to be going into that game against Wales needing something out of it, and unfortunately. We could do with something out of it. Yeah, we could do. Yeah. So the the, the stand is basically. I'll talk about the England game in a minute because there's plenty of negativity to cover from that game. But the basics are: England are through unless we lose four nil to Wales. And as I've said to other people, if you lose four nil to Wales, you deserve to go out of a tournament. You don't deserve to get through to the quarterfinals. So you know, I, I think England are basically through. It would take a miracle for England not to be through. Wales have to win and hope that Iran draw with America for the, to put them through. So they, there's a lot of moving parts for Wales. Mm. Um, this is what happens when you play like that for two for a game and a half. This is what you get from a Wales point of view. Other than 45 minutes against America, they were god-awful. Yeah. Um, I did say they would have finished bottom of the group, by the way. Yeah, you did. Podcast. Um, but, you know... Danny also said Qatar would be the dark horses and they're out already. So it swings and roundabouts on this podcast, pretty much. Um, yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm very happy for the Iranian players. Obviously, they've had their issues with other stuff, but it just <laughs> meant so much to it. That For me, that's the, what the World Cup's about. A team that don't win many games on a, on a major stage, picking up a last-minute winner against Gareth Bale's Wales. Yeah. That's, how I, that's how they'll view it. Um, the celebrations and everything else were just... Special, yeah, um, and, and they've, they've fully deserved it as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely deserved it, and I'm sure they'll see Americans off as well. To be honest, yeah. um, I, I, I'm pretty sure they will. Um, so, so yeah, I, I feel a little bit for Qatar. Um, I, I do yeah. Qatar game after the last podcast. I think it was, wasn't it? Well, the um, um, Senegal one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, how they didn't get a penalty given. Mm. Um, I think it was the first half, I can't remember. Um, an absolute carbon copy of the penalty that was given against Ronaldo or for yes, Ronaldo. Yeah. An absolute carbon copy of it. Um, it, it could have almost been the, the same incident <laughs> and it goes to VR and it's not given. And I find it utterly remarkable that. Um, but anyway, there you go. That, but that changed the game. Mm. That absolutely changed the game, that incident. And uh, they were doing all right up to that point, I think, Qatar and, and could possibly have got something out of it. It was on a bit of a knife edge and then that kind of knocked stuffing out of them a little bit. But, mm. you know, if they go goal up, happy days. It's got no defence of it. That's that's the problem. No, no absolutely. absolutely. Um, uh, anyway, that's 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 another story. Now, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Not really, no. Um, you usually with uh, Dave Lawton, uh, Paul Brock says hello, Matt Mick, and everybody. Simon Thorne says after being bullish on the last two shows, he's now prepared to accept that Wales may not make the quarterfinals. <laughs> yes, right. Good of you to admit that, Simon. He's um, hanging by a thread that now, Simon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, let's just move to Rodham for five minutes, Mick. Let's have a quick Rodham chat. J Boy says only a real like the fact that Taylor's taken away on a pre-season, mid-season. Um, but yeah, thankfully, fantastic, and hopefully, pays off. Looks like it's gone really well. Obviously, we can only talk about the, the content of the club out, which again has been very, very good, like it much like it was in pre season. Um, warm with the train, it's what it's, it, you don't need it, but obviously, it just gives you an extra spring in your step, I suppose. Yeah, it does absolutely. And it's it's like what it's like what real professional clubs do, isn't it? <laughs> Look at us moving into 21st century or or whenever it is. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good, good. 
like it and, and and I'm sure they will have got a lot of benefit out of it and then they're going to come back obviously I think tonight they're, uh, they're due back and then <laughs> another two weeks with a team before uh, before we start playing football again so it's it's it, it's a really good time for us For the, oh, it's come at a really good time for us so hopefully mm. fingers crossed um, we will see the benefits of it as we uh, as once the season resumes yeah so from what if you if you've watched the content you'll you'll basically be able to hear the updates. Uh, it's, it sounds like we're playing Sheffield United in a, in a friendly on Friday. All this will be behind closed doors. Um, Sheffield United in a friendly on Friday, and I think Bolton the following week. I think he said Tuesday in one of one of the one of the videos. Because um, you can't just jump straight back in. It's important to also get a couple of games. Four weeks is a long time without playing football. Um, so we're interested to see the restart is for everybody. How are they going to be playing Bolton? I thought Bolton was still in the middle of their their um, league campaign, are they not? Yeah, but they're back behind closed doors game, won't it? So they'll just play. Maybe yeah. probably won't even be a full team, to be honest with you. But it's yeah. definitely Bolton. Right. Uh, don't know. He may have misspoke. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's realistic. That's all that. Oh, mentioned me. Mick Tommy's on did his interview last week, and he mentioned about bringing in a permanent mid-season break. It's been for he's obviously injured because his preseason was poor because of injury. Um, how much in favor would you be of a month of season? Scotland already do it, they probably sort of do it already. Um, for a couple of weeks, how would you feel about bringing a permanent mid season break? Uh, my issue with it is that on the run up to this World Cup, we've had mm. a fixture congestion, significant fi- fixture congestion. Um, all it takes is a bit of bad weather or an illness or whatever, and all of a sudden the fixtures are piling up <clears throat> throughout the season. So I'm not I'm not a fan, if I'm honest. And from a selfish point of view, I can't stand having four weeks without football. I agree. Proper football. Proper football. Yeah. I mean, like FA Cup, not FA Cup second round don't float your boat. Not really. Not particularly. Not this year. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have the FA Cup first round draw, third round draw. Apologies on Monday evening. We will be live doing like a watch along type thing for that. So if you want to join us, it will be on YouTube, Facebook, as usual. Um, yeah, who do you fancy? Make? I've done. I've done a bit of full list of who we want, who we don't want. Basically, any championship teams we don't want them because why nope. would we championship team? Um, any Premier League team at home. Any of them, I'll take any of them at home. Yeah. Um, and then basically League One and most League One teams, with the exception of Derby. And I put Wednesday, I put Wednesday on the don't want list as well. I know the people may want that because it's a Derby and everything else, but it's let's let them deal with League One and let's meet them in a couple of years' time at Championship when they finally make it up. Yeah, I don't want Wednesday. Definitely don't want Wednesdays. I don't want United. I don't want Barnsley. I don't, I don't want a local derby. Uh, Tottenham away would be brilliant. I'd love to go back to uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's uh, it's a fantastic place to watch football. So, yeah, Tottenham away for me. I, I, I fancy that. Mm. Or like you said, just another any any other Premier League club at home. But uh, yeah. I think Simon Simon Thorns just put it in the comments. I think that's that's written in the stars. Yeah, derby. Yeah, I feel like it's written in the stars. Um, yeah, I won't mind Barnsley. We have the Barnsley in quite a long time. So, Barnsley, I know it's you don't want local dive. I won't mind Barnsley. Chesterfield have made it to the third round as well. Non league Chesterfield, yeah. Again, so again, that it'd be a local dive that, that's got a bit of summit to it, which we hopefully should win as well. Uh, not many non league teams have made it through. The only couple I could find are Wrexham and Boreham Wood. Uh, again, I may have missed some, but for third round, that doesn't seem as many as we normally We normally get quite a lot, don't we? We only get five yeah. or six. Yeah, usually, yeah. Um, and, and Wrexham getting through is not really much of a surprise, is it, to be fair? No. Um, so Dagnam are still in, but they've got to play Gillingham yet. So Yeah. But again, yeah. You don't, that's not a particularly exciting non-league team for us, with it? No, no. No, it's not particularly. We'll have to wait and see. It'd be, it's, it's always good. I love, I love third round at FA Cup. It's, uh, I'm a big fan of it. Big fan. The draw's almost as good as the actual weekend itself. Yeah. It? The draw is, your options are limitless until the draw comes out, it feels, and then you get Charlton away or something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah, we'll get a dog awful tie, won't we, and lose. <laughs> so that's that's generally what happens. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it seems Spurs now seem to be the one to get, doesn't it? Because yeah. Every, every you look on Twitter and everything, most of the clubs want Spurs away. Obviously, it's yeah. brand new stadium. Right? It probably it's probably the reason why. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take Arsenal away. Yeah. Um, assuming they'll let Brook Norton Cuffey play, that'd be. Uh, well, they wouldn't. They probably, well, they might do. You never know. You won't know. Maybe not. <laughs> so you take what you take Arsenal away. Maybe Chelsea away. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a bit of Chelsea. Yeah. Um, we don't want particularly want Palace, Brighton, Everton, Fulham away. I got to take no. any of them at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leicester, I think Leicester are away. Might be quite an interesting one. Yeah, they're, they're beatable. They don't. They won't take it particularly seriously. No, that's right. Team, so it's a chance of an upset. Uh, don't want Newcastle away just because it's too far up the stairs. No, no, definitely not. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously, you obviously don't want Southampton away, obviously. No. Because it's too far. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dave Pierce says, probably like him, Spurs are the only established team that had never seen the Millers play, unless mm. you want to be the last tie. Yeah, I, I, I can't, have we ever played Spurs before? I, I, I Not to my knowledge, I don't think we have. They look at that, because that seems like strange, doesn't it, really? Yeah, certainly in my lifetime, I can't ever remember um, ever remember playing Spurs ever. Um, so, so, I, I hope you're not going back down to eighteen twenty-five or whatever it is. <laughs> we have played them once, and you were alive, Mick. But you would have been quite little, I suppose, in nineteen seventy-two. 72? Right. Yeah. Okay. We lost 2-0, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Surprising, because uh, we're in the third round a lot. We're in the in the League Cup a lot, which which they have as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, we played there Arsenal. He's my time. You a lot, quite a lot in, in the, well, a few times, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there we go. Uh, anything else I think up related? Not really. It's a struggle, I mean, isn't it? It can start, yeah, as it's so. Uh, once it gets going, it'll uh, be quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Brock says, I'm sure my mum said she hit a Spurs fan with a handbag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, consider it. Room. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, right, okay. I've been delivered. putting it off, putting it off. Let's move on to England. Oh, oh man. Can we can we not can we not ma- manage to get another twenty minutes out of Rotherham United stuff, even though we haven't played for three weeks instead of talking <laughs> about this? If you can think of anything to talk about, we yes. Um but it doesn't look like it. All our predictions were wrong. We all went gold wins to nil except Tom went three one. So we all went positive. Um how long into the game, Mick, did you realise that it was gonna be one of them days? Because it, it was quite obvious early on that it probably was going to be quite dull. Yeah, pretty pretty quickly, really, pretty quickly. Um, I'm, I mean, it's really really difficult to be positive about any of it. Um, you know, I, I I I sat watching the game thinking, well, maybe maybe he's just trying to keep his powder dry for for knockout stages and you know give players a rest and. Whatever, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was just clutching at straws generally to to understand what, why, really, just why, because we ju- it would like all the energy, enthusiasm, talent had just been sapped out of us right from minute one. Um, there was just nothing in the game. Uh, and and you know, you know when you bring Jordan Henderson on, and he becomes the bright spark of the oh, team. Yeah, it is. That's the point at which you know things aren't going well. Mm. Um, it, it, it's I don't know. It feels like, and I know this is stupid, and I know it's not true, but it's just it just feels like some old footy duddy in a suit at the FA has rung up Gareth Southgate and said. What are you doing beating Iran 6-2? This is not the way England play. Sort it out. We don't want to see this sort of um, extravagant behaviour and extravagant football. Go back to what we do best. You know what I mean? Mm. Don't give the supporters, the fans, 
don't allow them to see that we've got this talent. We don't want them to see it. That, that that's just how, I know it's ridiculous. I know that's but you know what I mean. Mm. It just feels like you're given a taste of of what we're capable of, and then all of a sudden we go, ah, but you can't have that. <laughs> okay. You know I mean, I mean? Yeah. America are clearly a better team than we gave them credit for against Wales. Um, they they their energy causes problems. Which is again is a bit of a worry. I'm, I'm disappointed that we didn't have the same energy because we didn't have anywhere near as much energy as America, which is which is a problem within itself. Um, but from a flip side, is you can't go through your whole tournament playing well every game. It, it doesn't happen. History yeah. tells you this. Italy, I think, drew to America in 20, 2006. Spain lost their opening game in 2010 and went on to storm the tournament. Uh, 2014, Germany, I think, drew to Ghana. Um, you're never going to have, look at the Euros two years ago. We we were awful. Exactly the same game. The middle game yeah. against Scotland. We were dog, dog meat. Yeah. And then we obviously made it to the final. Um, so I suppose we can't read too much into it. But it's just, we've got to watch it. And that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, there's no point getting annoyed and frustrated about it. There's no point kind of throw it baby out with bathwater, really. You know, it's not the end of the world by any stretch of imagination. It's just not. But it's mm. just, it's what it is, is disappointing. Mm. It's disappointing in the sense that we've got so much talent within that squad, so much of it, and and we've, we've allowed them, we've either instructed them or allowed them to, 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 to play... 50, 60 minutes between Harry Kane, uh, between um, Harry Maguire and John Stones. Just, I mean, it was just, I, I felt like opening a vein. It was just awful because it, it just, please at least pass it to somebody else. But they couldn't because there was zero movement. There was no movement at all. Um, the only person to come out of that midfield realistically with any credit was Bellingham, who did try to drop a little bit deep. To, uh, to 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 try and get something going, but it just nothing happened. And I know America put eleven men behind the ball. Essentially, they just basically parked the bus and tried to hit us on break, um, which was almost which was could have been successful a couple of times. You know, they created a couple of opportunities, but we are so much better than that. So much better than that. Um, and the coaches stand there on the touchline and don't do anything to change it. That also. It's frustrating. Yeah, the changes were positive. And like, like you said, John Henderson came on and, and made an impact. Yes, I agree. But that's maybe not that's maybe a concern that he's. I mean, he's having to come on to make that impact. Yeah. But Grealish came on, and Grealish, I thought Grealish was instantly a spark. He yeah, drew yeah. four players to him, so there was instantly space. It, in, instantly, Sterling yeah. couldn't do it all game. Paul Brock says here, yeah, Mason Mount was very poor. He had that one shot in the in the first half, which was was a good shot. That were it. They didn't do anything else the rest of the game. Saka was incredibly quiet. He had a good start, but then incredibly quiet for the rest of the game. The subs were too little, and they were too late as well. Yeah. Um, but then we've seen it in before, with, for example, Jack Grealish in England shirt. If you start him, he doesn't always have the same impact. He's great when he comes on for half an hour to go, right, just put him ragged, just pull him out of position, off you go. Yeah. And to an extent, it worked. It just lasted, just weren't enough, were it? No, no, it weren't. It weren't. And there was nobody else helping him. Even when he came on and injected that bit of a spark, and as did George Henderson again, I can't believe I'm saying it, but he did. Well, that's just not, and that's not a criticism of George Henderson. That no. is not his role. Hmm. That is not his job. Um, he, he was the he was the lead press at one point in the second half. Uh, why? I don't know. Well, I mean, for start, was doing it, were they? So, yeah, I would argue it's a lack of leadership on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and and I have to say, I know uh, Paul Paul's just mentioned Mason Mount being, being very poor, and he was wasn't in, in the game. I thought Harry Kane were diabolical. I thought it was dreadful. He seemed to want ten minutes every time he got the ball. He was he he, he, he just he couldn't turn, he couldn't pass, he couldn't see what was going on around him. You know, he was dropping deeper and deeper trying to collect the ball, and then when he did get the ball, he just he didn't know what to do with it. Um, he had nobody running though, did he? There were no movement beyond him. So whenever he got the ball, because there was nobody drawing the defenders away, 
he had three men on him, he had two men on him every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but nevertheless, still taking far too much time to, yeah. to release the ball. Um it, it was it was just a really, really poor performance um from 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 the start to the start to the finish, to be fair. Never really looked like scoring, did we? Well, we had the chances, didn't we? Where Saka in the first half who blazed it over at bar. Um, I think Kane had a chance as well, which I think was blocked, I think, or header was yeah. blocked in the first half. It was fine. It, yeah, it was okay. It was at best okay. Um, we could be sitting here top of the group, done, you know, sailing off into the sunset, making making eight changes for the final group game, which obviously we can't we can't now do. Hmm. Um Simon Thorne says, could be worse, we could be Belgians. That's true. Yeah. It's very, very true. Uh, Chris Wright says England midfield looked crap until Grealish came on. Yeah, I thought Rashford came on again too late. Twelve minutes left, but I thought Rashford were good. I thought again he had that. He, he used his pace. Sterling never mm-hmm. used his pace, and uh, Saka never really used it. But Grealish and Rashford were happy just to bomb on. Yeah, and yeah. that's where we got more joy. And maybe obviously got tired legs at that point, I suppose. Um, but they just look better when those those come on. Now, the big talking point of selection, and not always is a talking point, um, is what Paul Brock mentions here. He said, I know everybody has said it, but should Foden have played? Southgate excuse uh, valid for not playing him. Now, obviously, Foden didn't come. I think he came, in, he came out of the eight-round game, didn't he? Um, I'm maybe going to go against most of Twitter and social media, so I can completely understand why Southgate's not playing him. I think Gary Neville would describe Foden as a generational talent, and I think that's possibly true. Or may may end up being true, but for England, he's not played well. I don't think he's played well once in an England shirt, and it's all right. It's all right saying, yeah, he is amazing. I think he's got ten goal involvements for City this season. I mean, I think Mason Mount's got eight, so it's not it's not it's not amazing. It's not it's not ripping the world apart. Yeah, maybe we could have done with him, but is Grealish more effective? For me, Grealish is much more effective with what he does at that stage in the game. Uh, I would probably like to see Foden, but I don't mind him not playing over Grealish, for example. I can't believe I'm hearing it, to be honest. I'm gobsmacked. I'm really surprised. I mean, I can't believe Gareth Southgate had the, had the, had the audacity to say something like that, quite <laughs> frankly. I can't. I don't, I don't understand it. And this harks back to what I've said before. You know, we find, we find an incredibly talented player and we sit him on bench. We just sit him on bench, we leave him. And we'll play anybody over over him. We'll play we'll play Raheem Sterling, who, who I have got no issue with, none whatsoever. He's, he's an excellent player, but he's coming towards the back end of his career. Yeah, he's experienced at, at England. He's twenty seven. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a fair comment actually. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. Either way, he's, he's a decent player, but he is no Phil Foden. He's just mm-hmm. experienced. You've got Mason Mount, who I have absolute, I genuinely, and I said this the other day. And, and I know Tom corrected me, and he, and he was probably right in terms of the Iran game. I have no no concept or understanding as to what he brings to the team. I genuinely haven't. Um, I, I, I cannot get my head around the fact that the talent that Phil Foden is, and to say, you know, he's never done it for England. I'll be honest, has he ever played for England? I was about to check now, see how many caps he's got. You know, he's been on for 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there. We don't have a chance. Say again. 19 caps. 19 caps. And I bet if he's got 90 minutes out of those 19 caps, I'll be surprised. Not acceptable. Not good enough for me, in my view. I don't know. I'm not a football manager, to quote Ben. But I can't, I can't, I genuinely can't get my head around it. And it goes back to what I've said before. You know, we have all these incredibly talented players. And before we allow them to be regulars in the England squad, we have to beat the talent out of them first. Get them on the pitch, let him play, let him do his thing. No, that's, not, do that. that's not the England team at the minute, though, is it? Um, it's not the England way. It's never been the England way. Um, we'll get Danny's view on it. Danny is joining us. How are you going, Danny? I've legit just walked through the door, lads, and I'm knackered. My granddad is like an energy sap. Thank Christ I've had a coffee or else I'll be on the floor. <laughs> well, you've walked in on those heated part of the episode so far. Oh, brilliant. Um, Phil Foden is the topic of conversation. Oh. Um, thoughts? Uh, so Mick basically saying that he's, he's, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mick, he is a brilliant player and because he's a brilliant player, he should be, he should be in the team. 
my counter argument is that he has never done it for England, and although he is an amazing player, I'm not I'm not playing down it how good he is because I think he could go on to be one of England's greatest players if he continues on the same trajectory. Um, but he has never done it for England, whereas the other players who played did. Um, discuss. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I'm being completely honest, lads, I, I didn't see the vast majority of the second half because I was outside. <laughs> it was, um, because it was such a dull opening 10, 15 minutes to the second half, whatever it was. Just like, oh, I'll just go outside and have a chat with my mate. Um but I have seen the reaction on social media and apparently the game was absolutely crying out for Foden and a bit of his creativity and uh, his pace going forwards in that line, uh, three behind the centre forward. Um, and from what I saw in the first half, at least, yeah, I agree. I thought we played it far too safe against the US. It was definitely a case of try not to lose rather than go out and win because I think that was our more of a, our bogey game if you like. Um, And now we've got it all to do against the Welsh and I think Foden would probably come in to start against Wales. Probably why he didn't get played against the US for safety or whatever. Um, But from what I saw, yeah, I thought Foden could have definitely made an impact. Mm. And also, I'm not... not, I'm I'm going to try and back up my own point, but we, we were all having this exact same conversation two years ago about Jack Grealish. And you know who was playing in front of Jack Grealish? It was Phil Foden. And he weren't doing anything for England at Euros. And we're, we're having the same conversation about somebody, about, again, about, again, I think Foden should have come off a mount. I'm not saying he shouldn't have come on, um, but I understand Southgate's logic in doing that. But I think I may, I think I may have over-defended him there, Mick, if you want to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you a City fan in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is we need to give players like Phil Ford in his head and let him go. Yeah. Let him go. Um, and, and and we don't we, we don't just don't seem to do it. And I, I I don't understand why. Other 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 countries do. Yeah, they do. I have yeah, again I'm gonna have a but have we got a strong enough defence to say just go and do your own thing? We we need to be more solid than that, don't we? We we I'm need to say to the I'm not suggesting yeah. you say it to the other seven players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but certainly somebody like somebody like Foden, we're saying it to Jack Grealish when he comes on. True. Have a run. Have a run at players. Commit players. Commit players. Mm. So, I, I, yeah. The, the manager has, has a plan. They're not going to come to a, a World Cup um, and after four years not have a plan as to what they're, what they're expecting. Um it, it, it just it's just a little bit frustrating for the rest of us who yeah. don't don't know what that plan is and and then watch that game and that you know you, you've got to make your best guess what the plan is well from looking at that it's just trying to bore the life out of every England fan I know that nobody is still a way criticise them on social media because you know it just send us all to sleep doesn't it. Just getting everybody else, it's learning the rest of the 32 other, 31 other nations, learning into a false sense of security. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was in yeah, Germany. Yeah, the Nations League as well, learning into a false sense of security. <laughs> I get relegated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. YouTube users will not win anything with this manager. I think Chris Wright says Southgate, so he's got his favourites, unfortunately. I mean, he's still he's technically England's second most successful manager ever. Um, he's got to a semi-final and a final. Which is more than anybody else has ever done. Um, so uh, I have no issue with Gareth Southgate. I don't, and, and, and I know that people do, and and, and that's it's a, it's, a, it's a matter of opinion, really, ultimately, isn't it? But it's his record, like you've like you said, there kind of speaks for itself. You know, in terms of in terms of where he's he's managed to get us. That that that's not the issue. It's the game plan. Mm. We have too many of these kinds of games, you know. I, I, I think he's bad for being stuck in a game plan. I think once he's got something, I don't think he's very good at changing it. Or yeah. if he is, he takes twenty minutes on sideline talking about it. He, he needs to be better and quicker at changing games and changing his decision, maybe being a bit more pragmatic. But again, how can you criticise when it worked? Or you know, other than a, a penalty kick, we're yeah. talking about a. A European Championship winning team, aren't we? So it's difficult because we're second game in. You know, yeah. there's lots of people jumping the gun in terms of 
Southgate when he's got a lot more, he should have a lot more credit in the bank, but I am aware of how football fans are. Yeah, um, agreed, agreed. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. Yeah. It was just poor. I mean, it's difficult. It's one of those games, and it? it's difficult to pick anything else out. I mean, you, you literally didn't miss anything. You, you could have told as you watched the game, and we wouldn't have known any different because nothing <laughs> happened for the rest of the game. Um, anything else? I mean, go in. Ending early, this this part of the thing, but anything else you want to, you to want to bring from the game because it's difficult, isn't it? Um, I think we can all agree it's actually called football and not soccer, and that's about it. Yeah, they would have had to win for it to be called soccer, I think. Mm. Uh, <laughs> still, would have beaten America in a, in a tournament, three draws, uh, no, two draws and a loss in the fifties. Um, yeah, Paul Box says he disagrees, thinks Southgate will get us further in a tournament as proven so. Yeah, it's going to be patient. I know it's frustrating, but there is it's difficult with major tournaments. But then you look at other teams, you look at the, the, the Germany, Argentina have done the Belgians. We were, if that's our hiccup, grand. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, you're right. And, 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 it, and it could well be every team's going to have a bad game. There's no, there's no question about that. Um, Belgium have had two. Uh, you know, so you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, and it probably is just a hiccup. It's just it's a bit frustrating. That's all because it, because of the the, the nature of it. Mm. You know, it, it wasn't a, a game where we suffered lots and lots of bad luck, or you know, or or, or that. It, it was just a game where we showed absolutely no ambition at all. Mm. And and that's a kind of a basic, isn't it? You know, yeah, it should be. If, if, if we'd done a Canada and had twenty three attempts on goal and not hit goal once. At least it shows some ambition. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we didn't. I mean, they, they get pumped 4-1 by an average Croatia team today. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Did you watch I, it? I, I watched I watched some of it. Um, I, I watched some of it and I thought, I thought that perhaps that that's, that scoreline flattered Croatia because Canada were trying to... Um, trying to get, the, get themselves back in the game, weren't they? But, I mean, unless they scored a goal, which is... Uh, Unbelievable, really. I, I I basically celebrate that. I thought it were amazing. They, they, were, yeah. they were good to watch, weren't they? I know they got pumped, but they were good to watch. They were enjoyable to watch. Good value, absolutely. Yeah. My team at tournament so far, Canada. Mm. My my new favourite team. Yeah, yeah, my new favourite team, big time. Definitely. I like I, well, I, one thing I like about it, they've got all these fast, quick players. Mm. Uh, they've got Afonso Davis, and I can't remember who number 11 were, but he, he was superb again today. But then, very Englishly, they've got a 39 year old just pottering around central midfield. It yeah. just reminded me a bit like Darren Potter, just pottering around the midfield. <laughs> just, it, 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 it was fine, but it just didn't feel very uh, Canadian or continental, <laughs> but very English, which I quite liked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Brock says we didn't lose the game. It was just boring, uh, boring game before Friday. We were booking the seats for the final. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think the Wales game on Friday morning also got us even a little bit higher because we knew what we needed to do. It was set, ready to go. Mm. Essentially not Wales, that almost. Um, there we go. There we go. Uh, Belgium's, uh, we talk about other, so a couple of the games. Belgium's, I've got it all to do, uh, which is funny because they lost to Morocco 2-0. Um, and then that, that, group, that group set up really, really nicely, isn't it? Have you seen that, that group? I've got a look at that. Croatia on four, Morocco on four, Belgium on three. Now, Belgium have got to play Croatia in the last game. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Belgium, Belgium, Croatia. So Morocco just need a point to go through. From, from that group is brilliant. 
how can Belgium have, uh, be, be so bad when they've got the, the best defender in the history of football playing for them? Remarkable scenes. Ooh. What do you mean, who? How can you not know who the best defender in the history of the whole of football ever is? I'm amazed. Please enlighten us. Go on. Uh, I'm, I'm the, uh, do you know what? I'm going to shut up now. Is it because Vincent Cummings retired? Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah. I didn't clock it either, Matt. Well, no. I might be because I'm tired, but anyway. <laughs> uh, Group E's wide open as well. Spain on four points. Japan losing to Costa Rica, which was brilliant. Yeah. Um, Football's Japan... amazing sometimes, isn't it? It's great, isn't it? It's just amazing. And then Germany sit on one point. Germany need to beat Costa Rica to go through. A point will probably be enough for Costa Rica, bearing in mind Spain will probably beat Japan. So you could end up with, well, it's anyone of Japan, Costa Rica or Germany to go through in second, probably in second place. It's just mm. great. I'm so all over. This World Cup following wise has been amazing. There's so many stories. Uh, Mick, do you want to have your messy moment? Talk about Mr. Uh, Mr. Messi scoring Saturday night. Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see oh. it again. Sorry. Um, so I used to a podcast about World Cup. I just assumed you might have. Yeah, 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 yeah. But unfortunately, I'm not able to watch four games a day every day. Uh, although, having said that, I'm back at work tomorrow, so that's uh, that's guaranteed. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be all right for the rest of the week watching them all. Um, tomorrow's so, the last day of four gate, four different kickoff times as well. What is tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Oh, this is from Tuesday. It's three. The final group games from Tuesday to Friday. Disaster. Um, I know, absolutely gutted. I've been loving it. 10 a.m. start every day. Yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's also the end of an era in terms of World Cups because it's the final 32-team World Cup. Uh, the next one goes to 40. I don't know if I've already mentioned this on the podcast, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it goes to 48 teams. There'll be 16 groups of three in America. That's... America, Mexico, and Canada in four years' time. 16 groups with three with the top two going through, so there's an extra knockout round. Um, don't know. Get ready for some get ready for more six nils and four and seven nils. I can tell you that right now. There'll be some right crap qualify for that tournament. Yeah, but they'll have paid a lot of money to uh, to old Gianni there, and he'll be uh, he'll be sat on his yacht. Very true. In, uh, in Miami, where or wherever he moors it, and uh, they're lapping up the sun, won't he? He'll need a hat with that head, though. Yeah, he'll need a hat because he's ginger as well. So he's obviously he's ginger as well. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. really badly, so um, he's, he's going to need to be careful. But uh, he won't need that well cash rolling around his bank account, will he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Richard Brown says Canada looked good, but no end product. David Pierce says, as with America, watch Canada in four years. Home World Cup, very true. Young team who will both develop over the next four years. Could be the first ones from North America. Uh, maybe a bit too far, but I agree. Certainly the first semi finalist from North America, I think, in four years' time. Mm, I could see that. Especially being hosts. They'll yeah. Who are we talking about? Yeah, Canada or USA? What the fuck? I'm sorry, but I'm not saying that with USA at all. I'm just not. They're missing, they they're missing the striker big time. They've got, they've got no. No, up, up top, very, very, very top. They're a bang average international side, bang average. For me, they've got, they've got it, it, it now. Now, I'm in I'll, I'll, four years' time, I might be sat here looking like a complete fart, well, more be. of a fart. Um, but, but now, Canada, maybe, because I can see that the, 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 the way that they play, the way that they set up, the way that they approach games. Um, they're positive. They've got pace. They've got ability. The tactically, the the streets in front of of USA, um, streets in front of them tactically. The issue was, with, as has been pointed out there, they couldn't hit a bull's ass with a shovel. Once they and get they that, to say again, and they can't defend apparently either. Well, you said that. I mean, that again, like I said today, I think he's probably a, a, a bad example of that. They, they were chasing game, weren't they? So, um, you know. It's um, yeah, better side for me, or certainly pr- from a from a, 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 a potential point of view. 
Fair enough. Um, right, let's go back to England. Let's talk about the Wales game, which is obviously Tuesday at 7 p.m. Uh, the maths are pretty single, pretty simple. Don't lose 4-0 and, you, and England are through. Um, it's as simple as that. Obviously, obviously, we lose, there's a good chance we won't top the group, but we will still be through. Um, what, what do Iran, Iran sit on three points, America sit on two points. But obviously Wales are on the singular. Our goal difference is significantly better than everybody else's, which is which is obviously why um, why that puts through. If we draw an Iran win, Iran will top the group. We'll be second. Uh, we can draw, and if we draw an America win, again we'll probably we will then probably still top the group. So there's a few bits and bobs to move up and around. Um, Danny, can you see us losing four 0 to Wales? Um. I mean, from what this World Cup's produced so far, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I don't know. I could see Wales maybe completely finessing us and nicking a 1-0, but I can't really see us losing by four or more uh, for that sort of swing. Um, yeah, I, I can't I can't see it happening, to be fair. Maybe a draw or a loss if we really don't turn up, but certainly not 4-0. I can't see that happening now. Um, so Wales are a little bit cooked at the minute, aren't they? Oh dear. Big time. It's hilarious. You know, it's, and it's only reason it's hilarious because how much spouting they've been doing. You know, if they, if, they, if we wouldn't have heard anything from them, it's a bit like Scotland. I'm not that bothered. It's like Donny for us. It's funny to laugh at the, <laughs> laugh at the hurt, but I'm not that bothered about them um, until they start piping up. Then it's time to sort of stick the knife in. Um, <laughs> yeah. The good thing is they've got to come at us. They can't, like America sat in against us. Wales can't do that. Wales have got to go and win the game, Mick. Yeah. And that's great. They're, they've got a bang average team. They've got a bang average team with, with a couple of exceptional players. So there's, if there's more space in their defensive areas, it should be fairly comfortable. It should be, yeah. It should be. Um, and, and hopefully it will be. Uh, it depends how we... I mean, if we sit back like we sat back the other night, then, then we might be in trouble. But I, the the thing that the issue for me was the other night that America didn't come out as and 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 England seemed to have a similar sort of tactic as 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 Rotherham United have in that when play, when teams sit in against us we struggle we struggle to break them down certainly last season particularly Ala Wickham etc teams that just sat in teams that came at us we had no issues picking them off. And, and it, I, I wonder whether that might be an issue from from an England point of view that you know any team that sits in like America did, we just had no opportunity or no idea how to break them down. Wales won't do that to us because they've got to come out and win. So so that will hopefully um, play into our hands. Anybody else that we play within this tournament probably probably will be coming out to win the game rather than just sitting in and open to. You know, to see it out. So that should again play into our hands. I suppose you look back at the European Championships, and one of the only teams that didn't come at us were Italy. Italy did what Italy do. You know, they just sat and dug in and 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 they managed to 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 win the game ultimately, albeit on penalties. I set, but um, you know, but we struggled against them. Scotland did the same to us. So maybe that is the 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 issue. Going moving on to Wales, they won't do that. Obviously, they can't afford to do that. Um, they're they're going to have to come out and they're going to have to play. In which case, hopefully, we'll be able to pick them off. Um, but if if Gareth Bell decides he fancies a game before he goes home, then you know it'll be the first one out of the three that they played. But it, it could cause us some problems. He always generally does, doesn't he, when we play him? So yeah. Oh, you just don't give him a free kick. If you give him a free kick in a dangerous area, he'll pop up. If you don't, yeah. if you don't, then obviously penalty alone. You don't give a penalty as well. Um, uh, England have won their last six games against Wales. Wales have been rubbish in the past. Uh, and it's our first ever World Cup finals meeting. Uh, second major tournament Ooh. meeting after 2016, when we obviously beat him 2-1. Was it Sturridge that got the winner in 2016? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, in like the last kick of the game or something like that. That was amazing. Um, and then we then we lose to Iceland in the following round as well. Yeah, so, mm, yeah we've been told about that. So, <laughs> yeah, that weren't fun. Um, but we always got we've always got the Wales game. Um, 
yeah, don't know. What do we think, Danny? Let's go. Let's go through some predictions. Well, let's go through what we think we're going to play for England. Obviously, the, the performance was as it is. Southgate's not normally one to buckle the pressure. To be honest with you, press pressure or fan, even fan pressure, I, I'm not normally the person to do that. But mm. I could still see him making a change or two. Uh, what, what do you, What do you think Southgate will do? Yeah, I, I think he's um, he's going to make a few changes. I certainly think Callum Wilson may come in for Harry Kane just to give him run out, certainly, because we've seen it at these sort of tournaments before. We've got to the second game where the squad's been the same and it has been bang on the same these last two games. So, yeah, I think he's going to swap Callum Wilson in just to give him a run out. Um, maybe make him a change in the midfields as well. It might take Jude Bellingham out potentially or swap and change Mason Mount potentially as well. Uh, but I think the back line is probably going to stay the same. I still think it's going to be Pickford in goal. If I'm being honest, because he's done all right, and we don't really want to compromise conceding to Wales. Um, and then, yeah, the three that's in front of him, or even the four, he might change the system and bring some different players in just to try it out. Mm. But I think overall, the defence is going to probably be the same as these last two games. We obviously Walker coming. I think Walker was obviously injured mm. to start of the tournament. Uh, might we, we, might, we might bring Madison in as well because he's been training, he? training as well. Yeah, yeah. I think Southgate likes to do it. If he brings something new into it, even into a squad, even if it's a qualifier, he likes to give him minutes. Because um, if he needs him later on in the tournament, you don't want somebody making the debut in the World Cup final, for example. It would That just smells danger, doesn't it? It smells pressure and danger. Um, I think we'll see a lot of changes. Mick, do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. I was going to suggest dropping Kane for uh, to, to Wilson. And I thought I'd be in just a bit too... Um, a bit too radical there and a bit too knee-jerk because I didn't think he played particularly well the other night. But uh, um, I can see him dropping Harry Maguire because he had a good game all the night. So, uh, <laughs> <we don't> <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Um, yeah, I suspect he may shake it up a little bit. He may do. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure where. For me, Mason Mount needs to come out. We need somebody with a bit more creativity in there. We don't need. We've got. We've got. We've got to Declan Rice in there winning the ball, scrapping that. That sort of doing that dirty work in the midfield. We don't really need another one. For me, I don't think we need some more creativity, some movement off the ball. Somebody who's going to move off the ball and create some space. That's that's really where we where we struggled the other night. There was absolutely none of it. At all, mm. um, so I, I wouldn't. I, I can't. Yeah, it, it's going to make some changes, but what the what they will be, I don't think it'll be Mason Mount. I think he'll start. Uh, I don't think it'll be Declan Rice. I think it's more likely to be somebody like Joe Bellingham, yeah. um, which I, I can see no rhyme or reason for. But I suspect he'll be the one that makes way for. I don't know. Boring Jordan Henderson. I don't know. Phillips or Phillips or Anderson. Uh, yeah. What's fine to go with it? With it? If, if I feel like if, if he's going to put something like Vone, he'll want to solidify midfield a bit more with Phillips or Henderson, um, just to give an extra layer of security, which I think he likes. Yeah, uh, or he might he might switch the three at back in preparation for the rest of the tournament because I think they get better position. Well, like well, three at back, five at back, whichever way you want to look at it. Mm. Uh, now that Walker looks like he's fit, he may just right or we'll mix it up. We'll go five at back. Um, See what happens. Don't know. I like to see Foden. So it's a good test for Foden. Well, if Foden starts, it's a good test of sort of his mentality and his mental strength to not play those games. Is he going to come in and sort of sulk a little bit? Is he going to come on and set the world on fire? Um, interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. I'm sure. Right, you know what? I just said that. It probably won't be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be. I'll put. I'll start my prediction. I think it's going to be a very boring one-nil England win. We'll score in the 15th minute and nothing else will happen for the rest of the game. Um, I'll be happy with that, don't get me wrong. I'm not, that's not me being disappointed, but I, I, I'm not expecting fireworks. Uh, Danny, what do you reckon? Um, I'm going to have to agree with you there, Matt. I think England will probably, if, if, they, if they score early, that is, probably just try and sit on it. Mm. But then again, I think this is going to be the same with Wales. If they try and get an early goal to upset us, they're just going to try and sit on it. Um, I'm going to have to go for a 1-0 win for England I think okay. Mick 
Yeah, I think uh, I think we will win, uh, but I think they'll score as well. Uh, I think Gareth Bale will score because you know it just cements his legendary status amongst the Welsh people, um, which is not really deserving of, to be fair. Um, two one. Two one. I mean, he's one of the greatest players Wales have produced. Yeah, he is. He's also one of the he's also one of the laziest, and that's inexcusable. We, we talked about it many, many times, haven't we? You know, to have that level of talent, but can't be able to use it is just it's it's not it's not good enough, is it? It's not right. So what I like about doing these podcasts here, we don't have to worry about getting picked up by an opposition podcast. Yeah. You know, if you said that about Barry Bannon, for example, that'd be all over Twitter in, within 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but Barry Bannon's completely the opposite. He's got the talent and he uses it and he's got and he's got the the, the determination, the drive, the fight to, to fight for cause. I know he's a Scotsman, so he's going to... But, but I don't care. That's not the point, is it? You know, if Gareth Bale had Barry Bannon's commitment... He would have been one of the best players in the world. No he question. was briefly, yeah, briefly when he could be asked. Not good, and that's the pro. That's the point, isn't it? I suppose. Just saying. He was. He was. I, I know it's an England podcast, but I, I, it's an England Roth- slash Rotherham United podcast, and here's me raving about a Sheffield Wednesday slash Scotland yeah. player. How weird that. Can miss boat a little bit. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> miss point a bit. Yeah. Um, there we go. Any other moments or topics we've gone? We've not filled our normal time, to be honest with you, but that's because England were terrible. Um, yeah, I think. I think the, the the refereeing standard has continued to be pretty high. Personally, I thought ref were good. Um, oh. Yeah, across across most of the games that I've seen, I'm sure some people will be able to to, to pick out some 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 iffy decisions, but I think the. The, but also, I think the VAR uh, support of, of the referees has continued to be pretty poor, mm. quite honestly. Um, so it's, that's something for uh, Mr. Kalini to start to, to continue to work on. Um, as the p- tournament progresses, they're going to have to get better and more consistent. There had been this rumour that the FIFA had not taken any England English referees mm. um, as some sort of kick in the face, but then Michael Oliver refereed this morning, first game today. So I don't know where that rumour came from. Really? Yeah, he refereed the, whoever was a 10 o'clock game, he refereed that. All right. Um, yeah. So, and I, I, Anthony Taylor's scheduled to referee a game tomorrow, apparently, as well. So I don't know where that rumour came from and FIFA have just gone, oh, well, have that. And I don't know. Weird. I, I did see a story about it on Saturday morning, I think. Um, it's nonsense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Media reporting nonsense. Crazy. Um, there we go. Danny, anything else you want to talk about today? England, World Cup, Rotherham related? Anything you've got? Uh, no, I don't no. think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, we will be back Monday evening this week uh, for a uh, watch along, basically. It's the FA Cup draw, 7 pm start on television. So that's what we'll start. And then we'll go through the draw as it happens. Uh, Joy from London Millers will be joining us as well for her first appearance on the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, please do join us on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you want. That will be just that won't go out of the podcast. That will be just on the night. And then we'll be back on Thursday to talk about England's probable qualification. Well, on, if we lose 4 0 to Wales, I think we should all just not support England ever again because that would just be the worst thing that's ever happened to English football, wouldn't it? <laughs> if anything worse that happened, would be losing 4 0 to Wales to knock us out of the world. I can't think of anything worse. That's worse than losing to Iceland. Tearing it up, mate. Mm. He's just tearing it up here and there. And, and old Gareth's going to be just tying up, fastening up his man bun now, ready to tap it in from six inches. <laughs> If he could be bothered, yeah. I think I'll I think I'll turn into um, some of those jealous jealous Scottish fans. How they'll support every team that faces yeah. England. I'll do the same with Wales if Wales right. knock us out. Yeah. Every team that Wales face, I'll support them instead for the rest of my life, not just with yeah. Liverpool forever. <laughs> yeah, we can't go out to them. Um, anyway, let's move on. No, let's not move on. Let's leave. 
Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. Please subscribe on, on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, or iTunes, Spotify, if you're audioly listening, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook if you are. And don't forget to follow us Monday evening for some proper Rotherham chat, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Danny. It's been a pleasure to see you, mate. Yep, no worries. Got here in the end, didn't I? <laughs> exactly. Um, and Mick, it's always good to have a, a moaning Englishman on, on an English oh, podcast. You know. Perfect. Hey, I, I try and provide some balance. Yeah, you did that very, very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, we'll see you all next time. Thank you very much. See ya. Bye. Rebel. Vicious. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again! The magic man has come up with another trick! Well, there's a chance to seal it! It's done! It's Georgie Kelly! Rotherham United's pathway back to the championship is opening up! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.